Hello everybody, this is James with Phoenix Auto Detailing and it's a beautiful day right here in Somerville, South Carolina. I'd like to welcome you back to the second episode of our podcast. Today we're going to be talking a little bit more about us and what we do. We are a veteran owned and operated automotive detailing business. We offer a wide variety of services which include interior details, exterior details, full details, we do paint corrections, polishes, and we even apply graphene coatings. Uh, we're kind of limited on the size of the vehicles that we can apply graphene coatings to just because if we can't fit them inside the garage and close the door, then we're not going to coat them. The manufacturer of the product that we use suggests minimum that the vehicle sits inside for 24 hours before it's exposed to the elements like rain, condensation, high humidity, and stuff like that just to give the coating the proper amount of time to cure and properly adhere, adhere to the surface of the vehicle just to ensure the lifetime of the product. So yeah, if we can't fit it inside the garage, we're not gonna coat it. We've been operating as Phoenix Auto Detailing for, well, since uh, May of 2020. Um, I went and Turned it into an LLC probably about 10, maybe 11 months ago. Uh, got the full insurance. You know, just going to do it right. Didn't want to have any issues. If we had issues, I wasn't going to risk losing the house or anything else. So we started the LLC to provide the separation between the two. We haven't had any issues whatsoever. Uh, we've been, I don't know if you want to call it lucky. I, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. We've not had any issues. Not messed up anybody's vehicles and we're pretty proud about that but you know there's it's a crazy world that we live in nowadays so we started the LLC did the separation between the two got the insurance now we're pretty much covered for everything I actually started the or tried to start the business a few years ago I was still working at the boat company uh, just you know, with all the issues I had as being as a veteran, I was angry all the time. Uh, didn't work well with others. Didn't get along well with others. And I figured I'd start my own business. I'm trying to figure out something I could do, low startup cost, something that I would enjoy doing. You know, something I found a passion in. And I figured I'd start an automotive detailing business. You know, the most I had to do was spend some money on a polisher, uh, some products, some decent microfiber rags and just get started. So I looked around in the parking lot of the boat company that I worked at to see who had uh, the nicest, coolest, you know, whatever car that, you know, something that would make a huge impact. And there was a guy that I worked with named Stacy who had a Mustang Cobra, a blue one. So I walked out in the parking lot one day, I walked around it, looked at it, you know, looked at it really good, took some pictures, took it home and studied it, I formulated the plan. So when I got the plan together, you know, I approached Stacy at work and I'm like, hey man, um, it's a pretty nice car you got. We talked about the car a little bit. You know, I let him go. He's, he loves the car. The car's got a lot of background and meaning to him. So after he was done talking about it, I said, hey, what would you think if I, uh, if you brought it over to the apartment complex we lived at and I'd detail it for you? You know, we'll clean the inside, we'll clean the outside, try and polish it up a little bit and see if I can make it shine for you. And I said, I won't. I won't charge you anything for it. <clears throat> so he's kind of excited, 
kind of shocked that I wasn't going to charge him anything for it. I said, all I want to do is be able to take pictures, video, and use your car to promote, you know, my business. So he agreed to it. So it's like a week or two later, he brought the car over. And here we are in the parking lot of apartment complex. And I'm going to town on this thing. Uh, Rebecca and I clean the inside. We clean the outside. We didn't have a water hose at the time. So we used a waterless wash. So you can imagine the amount of product that we used. Uh, the waterless wash on it. Uh, the amount of microfiber towels that we went through. And we cleaned the inside. We cleaned the outside. We did everything we could and then I broke out the polisher I messed around with the different pads and compounds <clears throat> to see which ones work the best uh, you know got everything figured out and then just went to town on the outside it took us all day it was hot out there the sun was beating down on us not the ideal place to do it but we did it you know if you're gonna start you gotta start somewhere and if you want to be successful you got to put in the effort and the time to do it so, got it all cleaned up, got it all polished, put a, a wax on it, and then gave him a call and says, all right, you know, come pick it up. Now, we spent like 10, 11 hours outside on this vehicle. During the summertime, we got the long days down here. So, I was kind of anxious and excited at the same time to see his response to this. And having a decent response out of this was critical. Uh, being a veteran at the time, you know, emotional issues that I had, a lot of things going on in life, you know, his response was going to either make or break, you know, my decision to push forward with this as a business and try and build it enough on the weekends that I could, you know, the goal was to replace the job, to do something for myself, you know, be my own boss, work at my own pace, work the days I want to work and take the days off that I want to take. So... Stacy gets a ride over there to pick his car up, and this guy is absolutely blown away. I got rid of a lot of the scratches, a lot of the paint transfer that was on the surface of the vehicle. It it had a mirror finish to it. Now, there were still some deeper scratches in there that I couldn't get out. Like I said, I was kind of worried. I don't know the whole condition of the, the paint. Didn't know how much clear coat was on there. Didn't have any fancy equipment. You know, Didn't have anything. Just basic stuff doing this. <clears throat> so he's blown away mirror finish polished up his headlights polished his taillights everything that car looked like it was brand new everything shined on it uh, he was he was blown away and he kept trying to you know offer money you know pay for something i'm like no no i said all i want is to be able to you know take the pictures that i have and the video that i have and push a business so uh, it was it was absolutely fine he loved it you know agreed to the pictures and videos and stuff and asked, you know, he said he'd tell everyone that he knew about us. So that was where it was started. <clears throat> that was where the idea came to push forward with it. So we took the videos and the pictures that we had, started a Facebook page, and actually started pushing it out there. I don't even know if I remembered boosting it or anything, but the word got out. I think we shared it in a couple groups or something like that on Facebook. And, you know, lo and behold, we get our first paying client <clears throat> now i'm a veteran i can't remember a lot of things it was a lincoln four-door black pearl paint and i don't know if it's mkx mkz whatever it was for those of you tech guys who remember everything you'll know exactly what i'm talking about four-door lincoln m something or another first paid client 
we load everything we have up in the backseat of Rebecca's truck, put it in GPS, and we drive over there on a Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember what it was. <clears throat> we get over there, and at the time, uh, we were offering the, the full detail and a polish. Now, the guy asked, hey, can you get these out? So I'm like, yeah, we'll spend a little bit of time, you know, still getting out, still trying to build a name. And we were there in his driveway, I want to say probably about eight or nine hours. Now, how these mobile guys do it, I don't know. A lot of respect for them. At this point in time, you know, after being there like four or five hours and having to ask somebody for permission to use their bathroom, you know, it's hot outside, it's humid. If you sit down and take a break and somebody looks out the window or walks out there while you're sitting down, I don't know about anybody else, but I get a guilty feeling. This guy just walked out here and I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting down drinking water. So anyways, <clears throat> we get past that. You mobile guys, my hat's off to you. About the eight to nine hours, finish it up. The guy comes out. Absolutely loves it. Beautiful. It's his wife's car. And we talk about doing his truck you know, uh, pricing, stuff like that. <clears throat> and he says, okay, you know, when I'm ready, you know, I'll do it. But I had to get my wife's car taken care of first. So left, guy left us an amazing review on Facebook. You know, hands down, said it was an awesome job. So here I am thinking, all right, I'm not a big fan of this mobile stuff. I'm not a big fan of working in somebody else's driveway. Not a big fan of asking for permission. I don't have a trailer I can go in and pee in a bottle or anything so you know i'm at the mercy of you know the client you know got to go into their house you know whatever it is <clears throat> but it was it was set and then uh along came the point in time where everything in this world pretty much shut down everybody was in fear everybody was in panic and that was at the time the end of my dream to start a business on my own, to work on my own. You know, everybody was so afraid of everything. I just wasn't even going to deal with it. So over the next pretty much couple years, as the world came to a screeching halt and fear pretty much controlled everybody's lives, I was living in the apartment with Rebecca at the time and had nothing to do except work and think, work and think. The gyms had shut down. I lost an outlet, you know, at trying to keep some peace in my life. So the only thing we could do was start focusing on the future. You know, it's, this can't last forever. This can't last forever. It'll be over soon. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, the world will come back to normal. You know, little did we know that nobody really knows what normal is anymore. And normal seems to change on a daily, weekly basis. But we had nothing to, nothing to do but think. So, uh, before I met Rebecca, I was living in a travel trailer. I don't feel sorry for me. I, I enjoyed it. 37 foot long. It was only a few years old. It's absolutely nice. It was all by myself. Not a care in the world. Had a full-time job. Still had VA money coming in. So, I was not hurting at all. Don't, don't feel sorry for me financially or, or where I was living at. But, Rebecca and I got to talking and we decided that we would make plans to buy a house, you know, as soon as we could. So started getting everything done, uh, credit scores taken care of, uh, everything ready for when the time came. But the requirement for 
a house had to be that we were able to run a business out of the house. So we looked for some older houses and some older neighborhoods, <clears throat> uh, someplace with a little bit of land that had a garage or something like that. But nobody kind of really wanted to finance anything like that. So we were kind of steered towards uh, new construction. So the requirement was we had to have a house, you know, where we were able to run the business out of the house. So we finally found one. Uh, start getting everything going about a year's worth of work <clears throat> and getting everything ready and then we ended up buying the house here um, started getting everything kind of set up in the garage to slowly work our way into it start doing cars on the weekend and I started doing a few cars on the weekend and that was just at the point in time something told me just stop stop working you know VA pays for the house most of the car all I need to make is a couple hundred dollars a week and you know I can get by on paying for everything so lo and behold in May of what, January February March yeah in May of 2020 or 2020 I just put in a two-week notice that was it that was the day I made the decision and says I'm all in you know, no more trying to squeeze it in on the weekends I'm just all in I'm either going to make it or I'm not. Set out. Here we are a year and a half later doing pretty successful uh, detailing cars left and right, uh, paying both my salary and her salary. Um, still got all our cars, still got our house, got a lot more stuff than what we started with. Very thankful, very grateful for everything. And I don't know. There's more to come. I hope you enjoyed the second episode. Hopefully a little bit more lively, a little less monotone, a little bit more exciting content. Uh, let us know what you think. Um, comment. Uh, we have Facebook page, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. If you want to find out more about us, let us know. Uh, if something you want to hear about, let us know. We'll keep sharing our story. We'll get into some of our experiences. Hopefully things will get better and better. Get a little bit better equipment. You won't hear the banging in the background. I apologize for it. So, yeah. Just growing and growing. Having a great time. Enjoying life. And enjoying being successful. <laughs>